Welcome to Concerning Therapists, Mental Health Through the Looking Glass, a podcast largely concerned with psychotherapists from which a listener may discover much of their character, journey, and a little of their history. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the speaker and do not reflect those of any employer, affiliation, group, or other individual. Additionally, this podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need psychotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional. Hey, everybody. And welcome to Concerning Therapists. Yeah, it's been a little while. It has been, mostly because we've been busy. Yeah, summer came and we got the chance to do things and live in the moment, so we took that option. And I think everyone's been experiencing from what I've heard around talking to people about how busy this has been just in the industry at the moment. So I think that has played a little bit of a role as well. Yes. How we're doing things. For sure fits my life. Yes. And, and people are getting back to connections and things like that. What you have all missed out, dear listener, is a two and a half hour conversation where we've just been catching up because this is the first time we've been in the same room for two years. Yeah, probably Some, two years. Something like that. Yeah. And so we've had a really insightful conversation that you would have loved to have heard, but of course we didn't hit record because... We, we were just chatting. We were just chatting. And per our usual chatting, a lot of it had to do with therapy it and did. therapeutic things. <laughs> it did. Because that's what we talk about. <laughs> we're so interesting. <laughs> but it was a good conversation. And we obviously we don't record all those because we move all over the place. We do. We did try once. We to did. record. We did. And it was a great conversation that we would only ever understand. Yeah, it was not a very listenable experience. No. So even in this conversation, uh, what did we cover? We covered being yourself in therapy, transference, counter-transference. Self-disclosure. Expectations of therapists about what, a, uh, of clients about what a therapist should be and how that affects the role in the room. And what we think uh, the differences are between Good therapists, average therapists, and bad therapists. Yes. And then modulating how we do self-care mm-hmm. in all those different structures. We covered all so many things. We went uh, different types of thought, what's challenging our, our thinking, how we're developing as therapists without even knowing it. What? Yeah, hours been, in your practice. Hours <laughs> scheduling. Figuring out how to do that right, right, when to take new people. Right. So, like, there's been a lot of things that we talked about in those we, we really two did. hours. We really did, uh, which is normal, but it's all good. Uh, we talked about how we're very different in our styles as personalities, yes. which is, yeah. we, it comes up as a common conversation in our conversations. Like, We end up agreeing in different ways, but in completely different directions about how we get there. Yeah, we tend to be ending at the same place, but our journeys there differ. And then we go off in different directions to do it practically afterwards. I don't know how we do that, but it works. Yeah. Well, and I think we discovered or identified that one of the cool things about our friendship and our relationship is that because we have those differences, Mm. we tend to grow a lot. Yes. When we converse. Yes. And that we're good to bounce things off to get that other perspective in a way that doesn't feel critical or judgmental, but feels supportive and challenging in a way that's helpful. Yes. And we haven't talked about this yet, but that's one of the things that we were trying to do with the podcast is have this space where you could have different ideas coming in. It didn't have to be a challenge. It could just be something different. Um, 
And so I guess I didn't even know that, but I guess that's maybe came out of that's the fact that we've had all those conversations right? all that time that that became the natural thing to include other people in that. Yes. And I think the ties to our conversation about uh, what makes a good therapist is not necessarily following a cookie cutter mold, but having, you know, characteristics or qualities of how they interact with clients and being purpose driven in what they're doing. Yes. I mean, we should say thank you for all those who have, we haven't been promoting this. We haven't really been going out and and putting it on Facebook every time it's there. So when we weren't necessarily searching for a big audience, we just wanted to be able to contribute. And so those people that are listening, thank you. I mean, the amount of people who have subscribed, and it must be by word of mouth, has been great. So thank you for those. If you do have any feedback, if you completely disagree with us, then please send us an email and you can come on and tell us how we got it wrong. And if you completely agree, then come and tell us what your specialty is and you can come on board or you can just keep listening. But Yeah, or if there's any subject matters you would like for us to try to seek out, mm-hmm. um, we may not be able to fulfill that request, but we can definitely do the work to see if we can. Yeah. As we move forward, uh, stay in touch. And we've got lots of people lined up, but as we've said, the coordination was summer. It got a little bit difficult there. And so I think we, when we were having our conversation earlier, we had three or four four or five people who wanted to. Yeah. I think we both have maybe three or four people in mind that we could bring on. And it's just been a matter of timing and planning. And I think with the amount of work people are doing as fun as this conversation can be, they may be enjoying that time, not talking about therapy things. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, if you know someone who's really good at what they do and you think that they deserve a bigger audience, then send them through to us and we'll we'll organize to get them online and we'll pass that on. Yeah, we'd be happy to talk to people and we love to learn and hear other people's perspectives on things. So we'd love to give them the space to be able to share what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. And so that's just a uh, hi to everyone. Thank you for listening, but we should give them some information. So let's go with... What's something you want to share, Erica, in terms of what where your brain space has been, something that's been helpful for you, something that's been on your mind? I mean, give people something to think about. Sure. So one of the things we talked about earlier, and I think per my usual processing, um, I learn more as I talk it out. Um, I think I've really been doing a lot of work and thought on what like being me. And being me as a therapist means Mm -hmm. and kind of realizing that I'm one of those people that tends to present myself very similarly in all sorts of situations. Mm. I make some minor changes, but not a ton. Mm. Um, And that I've learned that there are ways that I think that really benefits me in the therapy room Mm. where historically I've been very self-conscious about it or very worried and wanting to make sure I put on a certain um, vibe or certain presentation when I'm working and realizing that I think it's actually more effective for me to continue to be me, Mm. but just make sure that I'm not making time or making something about me. Right. So kind of that idea of self-disclosure in some ways of, you know, am I disclosing this for you, the client, 
or a purpose that has to do with you? Or am I just closing this for me? I think the same thing kind of goes for me in the therapy room is I felt more comfortable just being more me, which I think brings out a better therapy because I'm not battling myself in the same way. And so I would challenge each of you to think about you kind of that self as the therapist, but even just a little bit deeper of, are you taking care of who you are outside of the therapy room and really working to support all of the parts of you? And then what does that look like then with the you in the therapy room? Yeah. Right. Those insecurities that we may carry in our day-to-day lives about how we are. I've at least noticed that I seem to also have been carrying those in the therapy room. And so as I work on those outside of the therapy room, they aren't present anymore there, Um, which I think is really beneficial for both um, myself and my comfort level and what I'm doing, but a big change for my clients who aren't going to be having to pick up on that. Right, right. If that's that discomfort of with myself is occurring. Yeah. So I would challenge each of you guys to kind of think about that for yourself and maybe you're in a great place with it, which is awesome. Um, maybe it's something that you want to chew on and see what happens. But I guess that would be the thing that's come to my mind that cool. I would challenge people to think about. Cool. So CJ, what kind of things have you been thinking about or have you been working on in regards to therapy in your practice? So I guess one of the things that has been on my mind a lot, at least, uh, I've been working on a couple of things in practical, but theoretically, I've been thinking a lot and doing a lot of reading about unconscious versus conscious processing. Mm. um, And this idea that if something like, which it it appears to be accurate, 80 to 90% of what we do is unconscious, then I have questions about, okay, how does that link with our consciousness? And if most of our standard practice these days is on how we make things conscious or then how we work with conscious thought, we're missing this huge amount of possibility for change. Mm -hmm. How do I then interact with a client in that Mm -hmm. way? How do Mm -hmm. I access that? How can that be beneficial? How can that not knowing um, be helpful? So I was thinking about it this morning in a really weird style where um, I was imagining it as the ocean. So you've got this massive ocean with a whole lot in it that you have no idea what's beneath the surface. But if you wanted to understand a person you would ha- or understand the earth, you'd have to understand the oceans to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then how would you then effectively use this massive part of our experience on earth and, and ignore the oceans would be really difficult. Yeah. So we've found ways to explore the oceans and to dip into it and pull out of it and understand it and kind of measure tides and all this sort of stuff. So how do I do that in therapy? How do I work with the tides of the unconscious? How do I allow a client to dip into that in such a way that either is utilized, that it brings to the conscious and that it can do something with, or that they never actually know mm-hmm. what's shaping that, but it gives them enough flexibility to let go of some other preconceived rigid structures that are very conscious yeah that opens up something so it's it's very broad and i can't say i'm an expert in it or working it out but it's 
um, allowed me space to really explore that in my therapy. This seems to be a good mix and get back to some of those things that I think a long time ago I, I utilized that intuitiveness much more than I do now. And so it's enabled me to go with that intuitiveness and open-endedness. And I don't know where this will take us, but it's useful. Yeah. Um, so that's that's been fun as well as interesting. And that's your glimpse, listeners, into the kinds of conversations we have. that we get into yes. for two plus hours now. Yeah. Uh, that's so, only the surface of what we yeah. get into. Yeah, we go to quite interesting places, but yeah. that's your glimpse. And I hope that you guys can get something from our conversations that we have and the things that we're both kind of working to work on and explore. And if not, that's okay too. So stay tuned. Uh, we will keep things posted online and we are hoping to keep at least something. I know we missed last month, but I know we're going to try and keep something coming up, even if it's just letting you know that it's going to be a shorter one like this um, each month. So keep an eye out for 1st of September will be the first one after this one. Yeah. Stay tuned. Happy listening. <laughs>